0: Hi, welcome to the Agile Eustocrats. This is our pre-Agile 2015 episode. My name is Dave Pryor, and I am with a number of great people who I will each let introduce themselves. So, Maria, would you like to go first?
1: Yes, uh, this is Maria Mattarelli with Formula Inc. I'm a certified scrum trainer from Chicago, but travel the world quite a bit.
2: Fine. my name is Richard Chang. I'm a trainer and coach based out of the Washington, D.C. area. And I'm currently calling out of Blacksburg, Virginia, home of the Virginia
3: Tech Hokies. Go Hokies! I'm Davil Quinzel. I work with Agile Forty Two. I'm a Scrum coach and trainer. Live in Houston. Work all over U.S. Right now in Richland, Richmond, My name is Richmond. I in Richmond.
0: <laughs> there's probably a label in the hotel somewhere that says what city you're in.
3: Look for
1: clues, <laughs> Davil.
3: Wait, yeah. are you in Richmond, Davil? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll chat Rally? offline. Dude, I'm in Raleigh. That's my problem. Yeah, I'm in
1: Raleigh. niche <laughs> <laughs> so is a real thing.
0: The, the the saddest part of this is that when we do these podcasts, the only hard part is the beginning when we can't figure out how to introduce ourselves. So, And I am also a CSTA, work for Leading Agile, and I'm in Atlanta where I just finished a class getting ready to go do some PMI stuff in Boston. So the Agile 2015 conference is starting in, in about – a week from the time when we post this podcast and what we wanted to try to do was for anybody who's coming to the, to the agile conference who's never been to it before, try to give some tips and advice for things that will help you survive. What is an awesome, but grueling week. So um, Richard, do you want to go first? Do you have any suggestions for folks that are new to the conference?
2: Sure. It's a, uh, it's a marathon. It's a big conference. There's a lot of people um, pace yourself. There's stuff going on pretty much every night. It's fun. Uh, go out there, Go to sessions, network, have fun, enjoy yourself, and pace yourself. It's a week-long conference, and it's a great time.
0: Okay. Maria?
1: So for the conference, you've got a whole week, and there's so many different sessions. What I hear a lot of people saying is they wish they could go to more uh, there's a lot that are happening at the same time. So one thing I think would be helpful is to really just look through the schedule. And you don't necessarily have to plan the whole week out in advance, but at least the day before, kind of skim through, look who's presenting, where and when, and what might be of interest. So there's different uh, times where, I think we've discussed this before, where sometimes you go for the speaker because they're an excellent speaker to see what it is they're presenting about next. And other times you go for the topic. So, there's a little bit of a a couple different strategies that you could apply, but I think also it's good to talk to people in between the days. So, making sure, you know, you hear, hey, what are you finding valuable? So, you can get tidbits from other people in between the sessions, and then also, you can figure out, hey, you know, this guy's presenting again, definitely go and see him. He was spot on. So, I think just a little bit of prep.
0: Awesome. And Davo, what, what would you say for folks? who've That's never been before.
3: Yeah, you're going to miss the most valuable, most important session at the Agile Conference, and you should be okay with that. There are so many different awesome sessions happening that you are going to feel challenged about picking a session, and you will feel like you have missed one. So my strategy for Agile sessions is to, for the Agile Conference is to meet as many people as I can, Make friends, and then I can cover a lot of through lot of sessions through their feedback and their opinion, and follow up discussions with them about the sessions they attended. Because frankly, there is so much variety that it is very difficult to know, even if you go by a speaker or by a topic, if that is the right topic for you at that point in time.
0: Cool. Yeah, I, I find that I I spend a lot of time feeling guilty for the sessions that I don't go to when there's people that I know, but um, I usually try to to pick some stuff that I know is going to be good, like people that, like Mariah, like you said, like Ron and Chad, I would always go see anything they were going to present.
1: Yeah, for um,
0: sure. But I also try to pick stuff that I think is going to be really hard or kind of piss me off because I want to go to stuff that's going to challenge me or challenge the things that I think when I'm there. And there's there's definitely a plethora of stuff to pick from. I One thing I did at South by Southwest one time was I met up with a group of people and we set up like a morning stand-up. And the idea was that to make sure that you got a lot of value out of the conference, we would all get together and each have like a commitment that we would, we would make for the day. So like, you know, one day I want to go meet 10 new people or I want to go to these particular sessions or I want to make sure I go take a break in the middle of the afternoon so I can survive the whole week or whatever it was. And, and having like an accountability partner that you were committing to every day, I found to be very, very helpful. Um, I think pacing yourself is a big deal yeah, as true. well. Um, yeah, a couple of
1: ideas there, uh, Dave. I had a couple different strategies I've used at the last few conferences and I discovered a few things that work really well and that, that don't work at all. So there was, I, I'd heard people talk about, you know, a lot of the value is in the dialogue in between the sessions. So about a year ago, or it might have been two years ago, I thought, you know what? Let me do my, my best to connect with people. And I wasn't as focused on the sessions. But what I found was that it was too off balance. And I feel like I did, like Davo was saying, I felt like I missed some some really great sessions. And that made me then think more about let me plan just a little bit more in advance on what sessions to attend. And I think that worked better. Um, but one tip that will absolutely ruin your conference experience is if you let work seep in. So I just learned this at the Scrum Gathering earlier in this year. I had different conference calls I had to step out for, people contacting me. I didn't set boundaries that I was unavailable, and I feel like it was just so distracting, and it was just a mess. So I would say just make sure that you're present at the conference to absorb whether you're in the sessions all the time, talking with people in between them, Uh, you know, make yourself present to get the most out of it.
0: I think that's great. I think the the talking to people thing is a big deal for me because I find that after a couple days I'm kind of introverted and if I don't like protecting yourself from work, yes, but also making sure that like I have to go hide periodically and curl back (laughs) into my shell and just be quiet in a room by myself and play my guitar or whatever because I can't be Interacting all the time, you know, that much it just wears me out too much, and then the nighttime stuff can get a little bit out of control as well if you're not careful.
2: Yeah, well, the uh, the benefit is that the Gaylord supposedly has a pretty good gym. I know that Davil and I we're gonna work out the end of the day every day, right? Davil,
3: <laughs> definitely. You are not,
2: all Right. we are, we oh, did it last course. year, yeah, yeah, all right,
3: we're gonna we commit to. to it,
2: right, Davil, yes, sir, all right. So Forget one it. thing that,
0: that they do sometimes is there's also morning meditation, so I've done that in the past, and that's pretty awesome to um, go do that with folks in the morning which none of you are going to respond to because you're going to be too busy doing each other's wads all day long
2: however. Yeah, that, 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 <laughs> I think that's what she meant to say uh, yeah I like end of the day better
0: I said it right, didn't I even though it sounded really inappropriate:
2: I don't think the I don't know if that's the right uh oh, yeah,
3: fine we're doing wads. Yes. That's what it is. That's what you call it, right? Workout hey, of the day. Okay. Hey, coming back to the topic, uh, any suggestions for a session that you you think people should consider?
2: So I'm um, I'm the uh, track chair for the Agile in Government session. So with mm-hmm. this being in Washington D.C., we're very excited. This is a special track, new for this year. Um, yeah. If you're interested in Agile for, in government, and if you're involved with agility in federal government. There's a whole slew of sessions that are really targeted towards that. I'm excited. I hope it becomes a regular part of the uh, conference, but I'm excited about that whole thing.
0: I was excited to see that, too. I I had a class a few weeks ago, and the guy was like, you can't use Agile in government. No one does that. I'm like, oh, really? (laughs) Here's a whole track at the conference. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So I was kind of psyched at that. I would would really like to to go see Jim Benson. I've never actually met the guy in person, but I've interviewed him a bunch of times, and um, I'd love to see his stalwarts talk. And I think when I, so I was going through all the presentations trying to, to pick out, you know, who I wanted to ask to interview for podcasts and Gene Tabaka's titles are far and away the best ones of anybody's in the entire thing. Like a quantum physicist and an agile executive walk into a bar. Like, <laughs> I would go just figure out what the hell she's talking about. <laughs> right That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, there's a bunch. I mean, Adam Weisbart's going to be doing stuff, which I'm sure will be great. I would like to go see Larry Matron's probabilistic forecasting thing, which would appeal to the geek in my brain, the numbers geek. But
1: One of the session styles I'd like to point out is the stalwart session. You just mentioned it briefly. Yeah, um, That's something that some new attendees might not be aware of. So we have the prepared talks, but the stalwart session is more Q&A style so you get a 75 minute block of time and a facilitator and then in the middle after you know the introduction before the closing it's just an opportunity to ask questions so uh, whatever types of things you have on your mind or maybe you've heard stuff at the conference and you can participate and it's it's very real time as far as the answers that you get a couple of the people that are hosting them uh, i saw Ron Jeffries and Chet Hendrickson on monday that's definitely going to be a good one to, yeah. to attend. And Linda Rising, I think she's also presenting on Monday uh, or doing a stalwart session. I think you know when you have these experts in the room and it's open Q&A, there's an opportunity to really get some good dialogue going. I have yeah. attended a similar uh, thing before, and I think it was really valuable.
0: I would love to see Craig Larman and Bosford talk about less. I think that would be a pretty cool thing to check out. So that session, I
2: think, uh, so I'm facilitating that session. So oh, I wow. really sh- should figure out the, kind of what that exactly means. I'm looking forward to it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, so their diagram is easier to understand than the safe diagram. That's the basic <laughs> upside of it.
2: Yeah, but the safe people, that diagram certainly sells really well. The less diagram, um, you know, from if you're selling to kind of the suit and tie crowd, may be a little more problematic
0: yeah I think that's I mean that's an interesting debate though I mean both of them are offering I think really valuable answers to questions that are probably still evolving of how to do scrum in the enterprise
2: yeah there's a whole school of thought is do we do uh you know do we need to scale right can we de-scale the lean concept of uh, think big act small is there just a need for more of that
0: yeah
3: so So, um, what about you
0: you got anything you're looking forward to
3: yeah I think uh there, there are people peddling uh, models and stuff, and I have a lot of respect for uh, Craig Larman and Boswell. Uh, one talk that should open your mind on this topic is to go listen to Enric Uh He is from Ericsson. He's presented quite a few times at the Agile Conference. His talk is on Thursday at 2 p.m. Is there a best practice for an Agile transformation? And then he goes on to say, no, so what now? Uh, so that might be an interesting case study for you to understand from the perspective of someone who was part of that transition and uh, is still working at the company. So that well, was, was, that
2: a, was that a spoiler you just gave? Was that the whole, did you, did you ruin it? Was that the uh, the, the uh, No, not really. I,
3: the spoiler is Agile 42 was part of their transformation uh, three years ago and they're still sustaining it. So um, probably a shameless plug for my company. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, from a session standpoint, there are two uh, two sessions. Uh, one is from Chris Sterling, and I'm speaking of people that I know of. Uh, there are a lot of other awesome people that I wish like I could like I knew more about them to actually recommend. But Chris Sterling is a techie guy. He is presenting on platform as a service, and most likely in a session, you're going to. If you are someone who is interested in coding, you'll probably get to see an end-to-end implementation of a Lean Startup-style platform service happening in that session. So that's one for sure. Another one is from my co-conspirator, Tom Perry, talking about impediments on Tuesday. And that talk is really, really nice, partly because uh, he's one of the people who run all their experiments themselves similar to most of the vaccine creators back in the 1900s so, <laughs> w- whatever he's saying he's actually tried it himself and it's not based on a theory
0: that's cool and you and you're so you're talking with tom on monday at nine right
3: uh, no i'm talking uh thursday
0: on, at nine th- thursday, thursday.
3: At nine. and this time uh yes tom is my co presenter but most likely i'm going to run the show
0: okay and then so you're at nine on thursday and richard you're Right after that, right?
3: 10.30? Am I at 9 o'clock on Thursday?
0: Yes. Apparently, according to the schedule, you are.
1: Oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm at 10.45 on uh, Thursday.
0: And yep. your topic is?
2: So I'm going to be talking about the it's Agile and Federal Government. So I'm going to be collaborating with uh, Bridget Dongara. She's the uh, product owner for the USA um, Staffing and USA Jobs platform. And so what's nice is she's a federal employee and she can give uh, her perspective in terms of being a federal employee and being a federal product owner, what that really looks like and means. It's great because uh, that federal um, product ownership is a layer that a lot of federal programs struggle with. So I think this is a really good message and I like the fact that Bridget is a federal employee and and I'm helping her deliver that message.
0: Cool. Cool. And so, and Dali, you didn't actually say what your talk was about. Do you want to?
3: Yes, uh, the title is Swarming the Birds to Bees and Agile or How Managers Influence Self-Organization. Actually, the Agile conference uh, folks had a little bit of a a tiff against the title because originally uh, the title was Swarming uh, for Suckers, Managers, and and, uh, that didn't fly so well, so I changed my title. I've already done this session a couple of times. I did this at the Scrum Gathering, and I also presented at a local Houston user group. I feel like this is the best presentation I can make.
0: Oh, wow. I
1: was, cool. I was there in his presentation at the Scrum Gathering. I, I thought it was fantastic. I was so just impressed by the thought behind the concepts. And then Davil and Tom as presenters was, I mean, it's just, it's. I would highly recommend it. It's very entertaining. And yet the concepts are really solid things you can take away.
0: That's awesome. I, that's oh, great. And shaming the both of you, Maria has two presentations. Okay. And shaming me worse because I don't have any that made it in. My titles weren't long enough, so. She I took guess. one of your spots, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> so, Maria, what do you, do you want to talk about your presentations?
1: Yeah, sure. On Monday, August 3rd at 2 o'clock, uh, presentation is about the customer can always be right, business agility through customer collaboration. And I'm co-presenting with Akash Srinivasan, an Agile coach and trainer out of D.C. And this is an exciting topic because, well, we did this presentation at the D.C. Scrum User Group earlier this year and got really great feedback. In fact, there were some inappropriate comments yelled out by the audience in excitement and... Um, just looking that was back
2: Richard. at Richard. <laughs> I never say anything inappropriate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but looking at the customer is something that gets missed. And so we really look through how can we refocus and what are some specific techniques you can apply to realign yourself with what is it that the customer wants and how can we make sure we're delivering the right thing so the customer can be right if you are in line with them, if you're in tune with them.
0: Cool. And you got the one with Nick as well, right?
1: Yep. So on Thursday, August 6th at 10.45 a.m. Against
0: Richard's talk. (gasps) What? Yes.
1: How could they, Richard? How could they?
0: I don't know. That blows my mind. (laughs)
1: Uh, The title is Elements for True Collaboration, The Rise and Fall of a Creative Collaborative Community. So this is really a a neat talk. Uh, It's a little bit different because uh, Nick Cementa that I'm co-presenting with actually started a collaborative arts and music Community in Chicago, so right downtown, uh, they put together this creative incubator that was focused in arts and and music and create just anything creative you could think of. Looking at all these people with this creative ability and why couldn't they really turn their businesses into to thriving? And so he'd done a lot of work with very large companies in the advertising space, and so he started bringing the the raw artists. And that creativity into the corporate world. And what's really sort of passionate and sad and, you know, interesting about this story is how these, this came together and the collaboration, the collaborative nature of it all, and then how it crumbled. So there's a lot to be learned in the challenges that were faced. Um, just a, a little sneak peek looking at critique over creativity. When you hit a point where you start to critique things over being creative and allowing creativity, that's where things start to crumble. So I'm really excited about that one, uh, just to share some of the learnings from that experience.
0: Richard, there's no way anyone's going to your talk. No. Well,
2: there's no way anyone's going to either. Of our,
0: there's no way anyone's going to
2: either of our talks because I'm looking to schedule, and our pal Jesse is going to have his Scrum Tetris at that same time.
0: So we might both be hosed. Wow, that's pretty Ooh. awesome! It's like total <laughs> competition. And yeah. I'm not going. I'm I'm not going to any talks. I'm going to be doing podcasting the entire week for the Agile conference. So I'm super excited about that. Save it's your very voice. Noble.
1: Very noble of you, Dave.
0: Hopefully, you guys will all come by and, and we can do some stuff there on 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 the actual camera with pictures of people.
2: Oh, well, we should do a uh, we should do podcast while we're there.
0: Oh yeah, we could do an Agile Instagram on especially. We can grab Tom as well.
1: Mm-hmm. That'd
2: Definitely.
0: that would be cool. Cool. All right, so if you're going to the conference, plan things ahead. Make sure to stay hydrated and get some rest. <laughs> Don't stay out too late because bad things happen after 2 o'clock in the morning. And any final words of advice for the folks that are going to attend?
2: Um, I think just go out there, have a good time, uh, pace yourself, find sessions that uh, you uh, that are relevant to you, and find some sessions that you're just going to enjoy going to and kind of mix it up.
0: Cool. Anybody
2: else? Oh, just take it
3: easy.
1: I think um, another exciting thing we didn't mention was uh, Luke Homan's giving a keynote. So yes. I'm really excited to hear what he has to share because he does so much with visual collaboration. So I think that'll be a treat. And another highlight for attendees, new attendees, there's a thing called lightning talks where you can have different people that um, submit talks and then the crowd actually votes on which one's to hear from. So, uh, they did that at the Scrum Gathering recently, and there were a lot of really neat ones. I think, uh, uh Richard and Daval, you both did some of the shorter talks. Yeah, that you guys did. were
0: awesome. They were great.
1: And then the Lightning Talks expands that to get even, you know, more people that may not have normally submitted to speak, but you can get some really nice insights and, and some raw perspectives. So those should be exciting too.
0: And if you see Michelle Slager, hug her because she loves to be hugged. <laughs> walking down the hallway now I'm not so. hugging her because she's always sick at these things and I don't want to get sick <laughs>
2: <laughs> wow maybe she's sick if so many people are hugging her
0: that could be it <laughs> alright cool so see you guys in, in In. well from when we post this it'll be a week so see you guys in DC sounds good it. All well, right. thanks